More injuries, more players falling off for the rest of the season, but Chris Meany and I aren't because the pre-snap starts right now. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to another glorious edition of the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and it's week 16. Pay lines are going to go through the roof. It's time to take some chances, and Chris Meany, there's some new names on the slate every week. Seems to be more names to think about and some more guys who could possibly make an impact. Yeah, there's always value at this time of the year. It's uh, some people shy away from DFS at this time of the year, but I, I love it. I mean, there's there's some teams who are checked out. There's some new guys who are going to get, you know, more snaps. They're going to run more routes, but there's lots of value to be had. And, you know, it's a, it's a fun time of the year. Unfortunately, you're right. There have been some big guys who have dropped uh They've, they're done for the season, right? Another guy in Tampa, Godwin. We lost Evans the week before. We lost Godwin this week. But there's still a lot of value to be had. And you know, I'm excited. Another week, week 16. Here we go. Hopefully, it brings in some more people and some people listening. Unfortunately for you, maybe your season-long leagues are over. But let's win you some cash. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get after it. And let's start with that Saturday slate because we've got a little standalone Saturday action for you, which is really fun. Texans at Buccaneers, Bills at Patriots, Rams at 49ers. So... We have no Godwin, no Evans for the Bucs. We have Winston on an epic run here, 900 passing yards in the last two day games. I should say, not two days. Although, if he played back-to-back days, he probably would have that many. Uh, Brashad Perryman, now the number one receiver. And uh, look, you know, you have to imagine, you go back to that well. We were on it last week. It worked out. Even if, look, I don't expect three touchdowns every week, but I'm hard-pressed not to go back to the Perryman well on Saturday, just looking at the rest of the slate because the Bills and Patriots do not have any wide receivers that make me encouraged. The 49ers wide receivers have been very up and down lately, huge highs and huge lows. And the Rams are another one where I just can't bet on them. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, look at the totals. You get 37 points in Buffalo, New England. And the last time these two teams played, I think it was a 16-10 to 10 final. Brady had... One of his definitely his worst game of the season, one of his worst games of his career. I mean, I think it was only like 3.8 yards per attempt. And even last year at home against the the Buffalo Bills, he, he struggled. So it's not a good matchup for him. It's not a good matchup for John Brown against Devon Gilmore, too. So I, I don't expect a, a lot of points. I, I do like the two backs there in, in White and Singletary. That's kind of the, the only two I like. Maybe you, you ride with the Pats D or the Bills D in certain spots and I think you're dead on about the Rams and 49ers, too. It was just a, a, a low-scoring game the last few times that these these two teams played. And Jared Goff, I think he didn't even get 100 yards. He didn't even look good in, the, in that game. So I, I think that first one between Houston and Tampa with a 50-game implied total is going to be pretty popular, but I don't think you can avoid it. Yeah, Perriman is is now the number one there. Um, you know, Miller, Scotty Miller is is on the IR. Godwin's not going to play. Mike Evans is on the IR. I think you, you see an uptick in, in O.J. Howard, maybe Cameron Brait. Uh, but I think also Justin Watson could potentially get in play here as well. Um, well, I think you got to go Hopkins grabs. and Perryman. I think, I think when you're looking for wide receivers, yes. you hit that first game. And you're looking for running back, you hit that last game. And I kind of just... 
I don't know. I think I know Winston could struggle in the middle. <laughs> What's I feel, that? Yeah, I feel like Winston could struggle. I'm more interested in the Houston guys. I think Hopkins is an absolute must. Well, look, Hopkins is a lock in cash because we all know the Buccaneers secondary has been trash. So there's no way Watson's not in play too. If you want to pivot off of Winston and go to Watson, that's perfectly fine by me. Uh, I think your quarterback's coming from the first game. Your wide receiver's coming from the first game, and then 49ers. I'll I'll look at you know Mostert and Gurley and those kind of guys. Those are the running backs I'm looking at, and. Uh, yeah. I'm just telling you that middle game just doesn't have much appeal for me. How about you, Chris? No, it just it just seems like it's going to play out the same way it did earlier in week four when these two teams played like uh, like a 17-10, a 13-10. And, yeah, and, and Julian Edelman is, is clearly not 100%, so he's really risky. I wouldn't roll him out in cash in one of his worst games. I mean, you don't count last week. He was... He was really limited last week, but if you just look at the game log throughout the year, his worst game did come in Buffalo week four. He only had 30 yards and seven and seven DK points. It's been about, you know, anywhere from 10 to 28 really for him for the whole year. So a little hesitant, you know, if you're playing in that contest, you know, have, have some exposure maybe to the, to the Rams and San Fran, some late swap exposure. If, if things don't work out, you need to play catch up. Because, like I said, I think that Houston-Tampa game is going to be pretty. It's going to be a high ownership. I think a lot of people are going to look at that game, and I don't, you know, I don't really blame you. All right, well, let's uh, get after Sunday now, uh, and uh, let's talk a little bit about the Bengals-Dolphins. Uh, give me all the Joe Mixon, baby. I love it. He's very well priced, especially on DK. Uh, love the pricing for here. He's in like that low mid six kind of range, and the the volume's been there. The matchup is terrific. We we saw last week too. Even Barkley, who was not a hundred percent, had a really good game. Maybe he's getting to be more like Barkley as we hit the end of the season here. But Mixon's on a really good run. I will continue to roll with him. That is my favorite piece by far in this game. It's not that I don't like Devonte Parker. Of course I do. Every week I do. Devonte Parker always gives me uh, nice points. Him, Fitzpatrick, Mixon. That's what I have my eye on in this game. Am I missing something here, or is there something else that we should be pointing out? Uh, maybe the defenses, you know, there's going to be a lot of rain. It's going to be sloppy. I think a sloppy football game. So I, I, you know, both quarterbacks have turned the ball over. They've, you know, Fitz has been great, but he's also, you know, he's, he throws picks, right. And so does Andy Dalton. I, the mix and call is, is great. It's a phenomenal matchup. He's touched the ball 54 times in the last two games and he has 342 total yards that is unbelievable i don't know if people are really aware that mixon has been one of the better running backs in football over the past i guess the second half i mean he's averaging 100 rushing yards over his last six games and he's got 10 grabs over his last three so i I like mixing a ton and i like both defenses i think like i said i think it could be a sloppy game i think there could be some turnovers i'm a little hesitant on tyler boyd i don't know if i should be 58 against miami i just don't know it's weird these two teams are playing they're there's like how badly do they want to win i don't know i think miami wants to win a little bit more than cincinnati i think they want to lose i mean <laughs> yeah this is let's be honest i mean the Bengals, uh, you know producing a, a Bengals well, the Bengals podcast have the joe burrow they, locked out you know they, they, they have it too but out. if they win this week like all of a sudden it's a little it's, wacky yeah it, it does get a little wacky you got cleveland in week 17 then cleveland is completely checked out at this point so i i, I think they're locked in as well um but yeah, I yeah, I, I can't live with any of the defenses here. I, I just can't no? do it. I can't. I can't. I just I don't trust any of them. I understand the thought process. I get it. Oh, man, I love both. I think I'm you do. Have a lot of oh, my gosh. Which one yeah. do you like more? If you got to pick one, go for it. Um, Bengals. 
All that right. Was, that's that's, that's Fitzpatrick, I guess. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, how about this one? Steelers at Jets. Now, this one's the one where I could get involved in the defense because <laughs> I do yeah. not think this total is going over. That's for sure. Right. Uh, you can give me a total of 20 and I'd still be like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just kind of I'm just not feeling this. I, you could take your Le- Le'Veon Bell revenge narrative. Maybe that would be fun. But Hodges was terrible. I know it was the Bills, but um, James Conner, I want nothing to do with in this game. The Jets run defense has played very well. I don't trust the Jets quarterback. Robbie Anderson's played well, but I don't like this matchup. So really, this is a big fade for me. I actually don't mind the Jets defense. I like them better than the Steelers because they're cheaper. But this is a this game is kind of a hard pass for me, Chris. How do you feel about Jets Steelers? Is there another piece that you like or are you kind of yeah. off it like me? Yeah, I'm off it like you. We're on the same page here. It's amazing to see Lev Bell $5,800 on DK. But I mean, there's a reason why he's $5,800 is just he just. He hasn't been good at mm-hmm. all. Um, he's coming off a game where he had 21 carries. It's a tied for a season high, but he only had 87 yards and he only caught two passes. So, I mean, I'm sure the revenge, I'm sure he wants to have a really good game, but I mean, that's, that's cute and all. Like it just doesn't matter. Like the line is not good and Steelers defense is solid. So yeah, hard pass for me as well. All right, let's talk about the Washington Redskins hosting the Giants. Another game where everyone's just trying to lose. <laughs> yeah, really, lose the Giants well, really should try to lose this game. I mean, can, can I get an amen on that, please? Uh, uh, yeah. I tell you what I love. I love Terry McLaurin at 6,200 over on the DK, 65 on FanDuel. Uh, I love him in this game. Uh, just, uh, It's a great matchup here. The Giants secondary is awful. It's got a great opportunity for an upside day and three times value here, at least two times value at the minimum. And that's about it. Although, although I will say over on the FanDuel and DK side, the Redskins defense is pretty cheap. And with Daniel Jones back, who fumbles more than anybody else in football, I kind of like this. There's some turnovers in this game. There's some sacks to be had. There's some interceptions to be had. There's some fumbles to be had. I think the Redskins, again, are a very opportunistic defense. We've gone to this well a couple times. It has worked almost every time. And I'm going to go right back there again against the Giants. Are you with me? Oh, yeah, I'm with you here. I like a lot of scrub defenses. Miami, Cincy, Washington. It's just all because of the matchups. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm, I may even get a little crazy this week. And roll out Dwayne Haskins Jr. on DK at $4,700 against this Giants team. I wish he ran around a little bit more. His last four games, he's hit the 20-yard mark only only twice. But, I mean, I like Terry McLaurin. So, if I like McLaurin, I'm, I'm going to like Haskins as just maybe a, a dart throw at $4,700 on DK. 7K on FanDuel, not so much. Uh, I, I can't really get behind that. Uh, but Haskins over on DK 47, him and McLaurin, yeah, pair him up. Yeah, absolutely. On the Giants side of things, uh, Saquon worked out last week. Are you going back to this well? Yeah, I, th- I think so. He's he's pretty expensive, eighty three hundred dollars. Oh, no. Going up five hundred bucks. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I see you. I, I see know. you. Now it's five hundred dollars more expensive. Slayton has stayed cheap though. He's still just six K on Fanduel, and I. I'm really enjoying him, man. He's a touchdown machine. He's good. Machine. He and really he's, is. Yeah, he is good. He's he's the one rookie wide receiver that not a lot of people talk about. And it is uh, some of his on my games. show, dude, I talk about him ad nauseum. Next, he's got eight touchdowns and like 690 yards. Next year, he is going to be drafted like a wide receiver four, and he's probably going to end up like a, a low two. I'm going to have so many shares of this guy in season long next year. It's not even funny, dude. I love it. Yeah, I'm not surprised that that you're all over it. Um, he's somebody that I've talked a lot about as well with with Jake and. 
you know, Jake hasn't really totally been sold on, on Slayton when Eli is in there and because he hasn't been able to make those throws. But even Eli has been able to lately. I mean, the last two games, he's three touchdowns with him. But, yeah, there's been stronger games from Slayton with Daniel Jones under center. I mean, I go look at the Week 10 matchup where he had 15 targets, 10 grabs, 121 yards, and two scores. Like, Slayton is Jones's guy. And if you're looking between the two, Shepard has been getting some targets and some catches, but he doesn't have that same average depth of targets. He doesn't have that same air yard. So, you know, you could lean Shepard, I guess, if you want in cash. It's not for me. $6,100 is too much. But Slayton is that big tournament guy that I'm interested in. I think this one could be a sneaky, high-scoring game. Just like two teams that you just really don't know what to expect. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's high Fun, Fun fact for you. Terry McLaurin has more PPR points this year than Odell Beckham Jr. How you doing? You like that stat? (laughs) I do like that stat. I don't know if it's depressing or cool. Like, I can't tell. A little bit of both. Yeah, Yeah, McLaurin because I like him and he's awesome. Uh, And Odell because what a bust he's been. (laughs) All right, let's uh, talk about the Carolina Panthers. Uh, They fired their head coach and now they fired their quarterback. So Will Greer is going to (laughs) take over. But we've learned something this year in 2019. That first start is usually the best one you get out of these guys. Maybe you get two good ones before the uh, the word gets out. Happened to Brendan Allen, happened to Locke, uh, happened to David Blau to a certain extent too. So maybe just maybe we're okay here. McCaffrey finally returned his giant salary last week after two dud weeks in a row. Uh, they're going against the Colts here. We're kind of, you know, starting to obviously, you know, kind of. They look checked out. Yeah, they go quietly into that good night. It was, it was just too many things to overcome. But DJ Moore, I still love him this week. Desir is terrible. That's the matchup for him. He's one of the worst corners in football, so it's going to be a great matchup for Moore. I understand. And the ownership's going to be lower on DJ Moore than it's been. Mm-hmm. And I will still take advantage of that. Are you dancing with McCaffrey or DJ Moore at all this week? Uh, yeah, DJ Moore for sure. I hope people are are nervous of this matchup. Gurr may just be better than than Kyle Allen. Let's be honest. Like Allen, it's I possible. Mean, DJ, it's it hard possible. to be worse <laughs> it, for sure. And DJ Moore has been he's been unbelievable all year with poor poor quarterback play all season long. Like, like let's be honest, Cam Newton wasn't good either. He he was awful to start the season, and DJ Moore was still putting up some decent numbers. So I like Moore, and the Colts just like it's been injury after. Injury after injury, and I think last week on primetime was just a complete beatdown. This is a team that has allowed 34 points. They allowed 34 points in their last game. They allowed 35 to Tampa. They allowed 31 to Tennessee in Week 13. They've lost four straight, six of seven. So I, I, I think that I think you can get involved with a lot of these guys, actually. More McCaffrey, even Samuel, I think. If there's no Olsen, if Greg Olsen does sit again, I think Samuel is a decent punt play as well at 45. And the Colts, I just don't want. Even Marlon Mack, it's such a dream matchup against Carolina, but do you trust Mack? Uh, well, here's the go. I was going to ask you two things. You got Marlon Mack in a dream matchup. And no lie, T.Y. Hilton has a great matchup too. Because these corners like, are Is no he going to be on a pitch count though? Like, I'll tell you what. If you want to look at the, the, the contrarian thing of the day, it's the Colts stack against <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. You want to look for True. something that nobody's going to do, but – in terms of when you look at the data, it makes all the sense in the world. That's it. And there's something that I feel like in a multi-entry tournament, it wouldn't be the worst idea in the world to do that. Like to do a little T.Y. Marlon Mack or something like that, or one of the two, because it, I understand like it has not been good for the Colts. But what have we learned? Every time we've seen the Colts look really bad, all of a sudden they could put up a 35. It's true. So these things happen. Brissett was kind of out of his element in the dome. He looked like yeah. he was just kind of lost. He won't be that way at home against the Panthers. So 
I just yeah, I, I don't get ignore it. it everybody. And this isn't a team that's as bad as they have been recently. It isn't a team that's just going to they're going to compete. Like Frank Reich is a, is a solid head coach. He's going to have these guys going. He did say that T Y Hilton came out of that game feeling good and that he expects him to play more over these final two weeks and that he isn't going to sit him. I, I have the question in the back of my head, like what is the point? But um, yeah, I, I have no problem with it. Jack Doyle too is, is probably in play if you, if you do want to go that way. And even the the one issue that I have with Mac Joe is that he doesn't catch balls out of the backfield, but the last game, this game script didn't go well for him against the saints. Cause it was just all saints right away. It was Drew Brees. Let's get on the record. They just absolutely crushed, crushed the Colts. And then the week before that was Tampa Bay. So he's had two really, really bad matchups in a row. And now he has the best one on paper. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Cleveland Browns hosting the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, believe it or not, yet again, the best value on the board, according to Lion Star app, is Lamar Jackson, despite the $9,300 <laughs> salary Unreal. on FanDuel. I saw that too. Unreal. It's just, he can't. Hey, he's, he's look, so good. In cash, it's crazy not to. Andrews yeah. is the pairing. And the great thing about Jackson is, even though he's expensive, the best pairing is always Andrews. And Andrews has got eight touchdowns and he's just 65K, 6.5K. So you're in a spot where, even though it's pricey and you're like, oh, no, I got to pay up for Lamar Jackson, you get a little bit of a price break. So it's not like paying up for – you'll be in the $1,800 range probably or, or $1,700 range if you want to get Thomas and Breeze together, right? Yeah. Or if you want to get Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes, you're going to be in the $1,500 range for Andrews and Jackson. So yeah. it is not a bad play at all. Yeah, I just or, want people to understand that. Or just play Lamar. Make it Lamar. You could just play Lamar too. But yeah. I think you want to take advantage of the fact that he, Andrews really is his favorite guy there. There's no you doubt know, about that. There's there's definitely some upside there. I mean, you can make a case for Mark Ingram this week. I don't love it, but I, I, Jackson and Cash for sure. Maybe even Jackson in tournament. I don't know. Uh, the Cleveland just looks done, and the fact that the Cleveland Browns already beat them at home once, I think they're ready to go out there and put a hurting on them. Um, anything for you on the Cleveland side? Because I know last week we were in on Chubb. It was a Chubb week. We were right. He crushed it. Kareem Hunt in this one are we going back and then pivoting because of the way the run defense is played for Baltimore yeah Hunt, Hunt is interesting I mean Chubb did smash it last week and he man it could have even been better if they just give him the ball a little bit more like 17 carries 127 yards 7.5 yards per attempt I mean what more do you want like just you just give him the ball a little bit more I think I'm just completely out on Cleveland I think this is like business trip for Baltimore let's go to Cleveland let's beat them we'll get our bye we can rest everyone in week 17 like let's just take care of business here against the Browns I look at Cleveland and I see maybe Jarvis Landry I know he had a really really good game against the Ravens earlier in the year but that was when the Ravens defense was suspect they they made the Marcus Peters trade they get Jimmy Smith back the defense has been on point recently I don't expect much from Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's just going to be taken away from the game so if there is one guy it's Landry and maybe Kareem Hunt because if Baltimore does have their way and they score a bunch of points they're going to have to throw the football it does seem like Kareem Hunt has been on the field more in those passing down situations compared to Chubb. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the next one here. And it is the Jaguars at Falcons. Speaking of quitting, the <laughs> Jaguars seem <laughs> oh, done. Man. Although this is another one where I see opportunity, kind of like everybody's down on Indy. Everyone's down on the Jaguars. They just fired Tom Coughlin. And so I don't, I don't know what you want to take out of that, but uh, except that Doug Marone is next. But with the Jaguars here, I love Leonard Fournette this game against the Falcons. I love it so much, and I feel like nobody else does, and that makes me love it even more. 
Yeah, because he's been disappointing lately. He has. Yeah. And the last two games have been disappointing. But the biggest takeaway for me in those two games, you'll look at week 14, 15 carries, six targets, three grabs. Last week, 15 carries, seven targets, five catches. So he is still involved through the air, and he's still getting the volume and the touches. So, yeah, I'm with you. And we know about the Falcons' defense and the issues that they have. He's caught like 70-something balls this year. Oh, yeah. And that I it's think that's crazy. Great. Yeah, even I wouldn't have – I. Would wouldn't have expected nobody i think expected that i was down on Fournette. i was wrong he's had even if you were on Fournette, nobody could have thought 70 you know how many catches he had last year well he only played eight games he had 22 uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say 20 22 <laughs> so he uh, oh 44 catches that's what he had that's what he would have had over a full season he's yeah he's gonna it's have like double it's that. crazy yeah. it's crazy the season he's had uh, on the falcon side of things i know julio had a good game i can understand going to that well um i know a lot of people aren't really talking about him this week so yeah, I, I get that it. outside of Julio. Eh, I mean, maybe Hooper, maybe. No, you know what? I'm off Hooper. Hooper does not look healthy to me. Yeah. Back to yeah, back. He four points. Good, you're right. Four points is even back in each of the two games. Something ain't right there. That's, that's one of those scenarios where you look at it and you go, eh, I don't think he's a hundred percent and he's got free agency coming up. I don't think he's going to put himself in a bad spot. So to me, I'm going to pass. It's Julio. It's Julio and Fournette in this game. Everything else, everybody else can have. Yeah, yeah, good call. I and think, Julio had twenty targets last week. Twenty. I was gonna say maybe, maybe there's a lineup where you go like Julio, Marlon, Mack, and Fournette. <laughs> like, and you just and you just say, "Damn it all," and just yeah. go for it. <laughs> you know, Do it. They, things get wacky this time of the year. Well, that's the thing, man. Things get wacky, and a little bit of strange is not a bad idea in Week 16. All right, we got one more one o'clock game. It's the Saints at Titans. Now, Drew Brees on the road has not been quite the same. The Saints' defense week to week is who knows. Uh, Derrick Henry did not look quite as Derrick Henry like considering the hamstring seems to be bothering him a little bit. Pay close attention as we get to Friday uh, about that and, and the true health and how much he's limited or not limited in practice. I still love Michael Thomas in this game. I can still make a case for Jared cook. Uh, I continue to be out on Camara. Everybody <laughs> still is like, no, it's time. It's time. It's just not happening. It might never happen this year. And we all just have to kind of grin and bear it that it's not going to happen. Um, I'm not afraid of Tannehill in this game at all because he's been great. I think it's actually got some contrarian love. But Chris, are you ready to, you know, pay all the way up for Drew Brees on the road? Because he's super expensive. He's in that high eight range this week. Yeah, I don't think so. I think this will be actually, I know Kamara hasn't been great, but I think it will be a, Thomas is always going to get his, but I think it's going to be a Kamara Murray type game. They still want to win this football game because they'll have, you know, they obviously want to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So there's still something to play for. And obviously the Titans have have a lot to play for. They need a win to, to get into the playoffs. So they got Houston next week. So the division is still up for grabs for them. I, I won't play. I won't play Breeze. I think last week was just, hey, you know, we're in the dome, prime time, getting your records, Breeze game. I think this will be um, be with both both backs, but I kind of am interested in Kamara just a little bit. I know he's been disappointing, but I the only reason Joe is that I feel like maybe everyone is off of him. I don't know if no, I don't think they are. I think no? they keep going there. No, yeah. I don't get that feeling. Okay. It seems like everyone's just. Ah, All the PPR, numbers are basically the same. It's just the big, no the big touchdown. glaring one is yeah, That's the fact that one. he had eight, t- eighteen touchdowns last week, and he has two or last week, yeah, last yeah, year. Well, that'd be great. Whoa, what's <laughs> that, was, that was Kenyon Drake. <laughs> that was Kenyon Drake. My goodness, Kenyon Drake. I wish we had seen that. I would have. I, I really do because I had, I had lineups last week. No lie, this is true. It was it was Perryman, Parker. 
It was like all these. I had 30s all over the place. But if you didn't have Drake, you didn't make the big money. And I put 210 what, points. And I what would have been 100? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had a lineup with 210. Is that what you said? Yeah, I had a lineup with 210. And, and the winner in mine was 262. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I was in the one eighties. I was in the one eighties, going, dude, I'm, I'm going to be in this. And then the, and then the four o'clock games game, Kenny Drake, just that was it. It was a high scoring Uh, week. Yeah, Zeke had a big day as well. There's a lot of scoring last week. Yeah, the the four o'clock games just all of a sudden was like, oh yeah, you think you're going to win? No, I'm just going to pull this pay line all the way over here. But look, still cash, but it was just what could have been. But that's this time of year, so you got to be ready. And a lot of people, you know, what was Drake's ownership last week? I don't even remember. Uh, Was it? It wasn't high. Was it? Single digits, probably, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Single it was under 10%. Sure. That's for, yeah, sure. for sure. All right. Uh, before we go on to the four o'clock, I want to remind everybody, if you want some free LineStar app, now's the time to do it. Try SuperDraft and get three months of LineStar Premium for free for new customers when you deposit $10 over at SuperDraft. So go to SuperDraft.io slash LineStar. That's SuperDraft.io slash LineStar. And you play in the multiplier contest and you have that one must play. So, Chris, who's your must play this week? In the multiplier on Superdraft, who would you go with? Uh, I think this is so obvious, but I, I think just Chris Carson. Just Chris Carson oh, just seems one. to be our boy this this year. He's just I know he's priced up at eighty five hundred dollars on DK, and he's very expensive on FanDuel too. You look over there, and he's he's eighty two. So it, it seems tough to get behind a guy like that who doesn't catch a few balls out of the backfield. But the matchup is phenomenal. They're ten point favorites at home. They're going to have their way. They got a thirty team implied total, so they're going to score some points. And if they do get up in the game, they'll lean on Carson. There you go. All right, four o'clock games. It's time. Oakland Raiders at Chargers. Josh Jacobs is out for this one. Uh, that means DeAndre Washington is in. I do like Washington, especially the price on DraftKings is very, very user friendly. That's a good thing. Um, you never know who the Chargers are week to week, so let's not get crazy about that. But the one thing I will get crazy about is Austin Eckler because he is six point eight on Fanduel. He is just six point one on DK. After Gordon had some fumble issues last week. Bench. I don't understand this pricing at all. Right. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I feel like no one's talking about it. I can't make a lineup without Austin Eckler on DraftKings with the full point PPR. Oh, but we're talking about an RB1 here. We're talking about a guy that's got more catches than a lot of wide receivers. How in the world it, can you make a lineup without him? And I'll tell you what, I'm I'm still okay with getting Keenan Allen with him. I'm still okay with Mike Williams too. There is a lot of value with the Chargers against this Oakland Raiders team that I think is just done. Yeah, I think maybe you. Or it sounds like you want to do a game stack with the Charger or with uh, yeah. With the uh, well, I don't know if I want to go Philip Rivers. I don't want to go that yeah, because crazy, you don't know but... if Tyrod Taylor is going to come in or not. That's the one. <laughs> well, thing here's you the just thing I know. do. <laughs> I want Eckler, yeah. and I'm good with Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. I'm good with either of them. Or if you want to separate around, I'm good with either. But Same. you can't look at that price and not just go, "Oh my God, why is Austin Eckler 61? Him and Mixon, you can have the two of them for under thirteen thousand between the two of them. That's crazy." Yeah, it is crazy. And Mike Williams has found the end zone in back-to-back games now as the guy that we've been talking about a lot who's just led the league in yards per catch, but the but the touchdowns haven't been there. Even last year, it was double-digit. The year before that was zero. You were wondering, what is it going to be like Gordon back in the day? Zero, double, zero. Uh, but Williams has showed up recently, like like Keenan Allen, too. I think he's underpriced. And Eckler is I'm, – I'm completely 100% with you with Eckler. He scored double-digit points in every single game but one this season. And the one game he didn't was when Gordon really had, was just coming back and they just didn't really know what to do with with that backfield. So I, I, I think in the back of my head, too, like I wonder if the Chargers are just like, you know what, Gordon? Screw you. 
you I mean, waited out this won. whole what year. You, you came back and you, you haven't helped us at all. Like you've held out. Now we're holding you out. Let's turn it over uh, to Austin. There, yes, that's right. Let's turn the holdout around. That's that's what you want to do. All right, uh, let's move on here. Um, let's do the Lions and Broncos. Unless you had something else, uh, Washington. I don't care if he's twenty five percent owned. I don't care. Yeah, um, he should be. I don't Get care. Him. Get him. It's the yeah. volume's going to be there. Uh, that that's all I want. Twenty touches um, in that game with Jacobs out two weeks ago, and six passes that he caught. So it's a huge positive. It's not Richard catching those balls. It's Washington. Yeah, I mean, he's 4K on DK. You just go get him. Just do it. I don't care. It's highly owned, whatever. It's good. Um, I mean, how does he not fall into 12 points? Exactly. It's going to touch yeah, him so times. Forget it. Just take it. Lions at Broncos. Um, eh, Kenny uh, Galladay, I understand, but I don't know. The quarterback play here is just not fun. If you want to, again, if you want to get strange, it's it's getting on Kenny, Kenny Galladay and Cortland Sutton. That's what you do. Yeah, I like Sutton a little bit more than Galladay. Uh, but yeah, they they both have tough matchups. Slay um, is going to be on Sutton, and Chris Harris is going to be on Galladay. I, I kind of like the Denver defense too. They're they're really expensive, but yeah, Detroit has shown has shown me nothing over the past few weeks. It's it's Galladay. He only needs one catch. I get that, but at six five, I'm not chasing that one one grab. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. All right, I agree with you. I agree with you. So that being said, Broncos defense. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. They're the most expensive defense on FanDuel. It's always tough to to spend up like that, but $3,500 on DK is, is a good spot. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. All right, let's go to the next 4 o'clock here. Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, go to Seattle. Run Russell Wilson, game. Chris Carson, let's go. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like Carson here like you do. I'm, I'm all into that, and the price is – it's right. It's fair, <laughs> and, and I want in on it. I want Jacob Hollister too because that's a tight end that's going to catch a touchdown against the Cardinals because everyone does except for Ricky Vance Seals McDonald. Jones twice last. I mean, Ricky Seals Jones had two, so why couldn't we possibly get? Him? Here's the question: Kyler Murray, one of my favorite quarterbacks, because again, I could just run him out there. He can yeah. get me 20 points. I don't need to pair him with anybody to like capture all the points. What do you do with Kenyon Drake this week? Do you go back to the well or do you fade away from it? Because the Seahawks aren't super impressive. No, they're not. I think you can go back. I think you can play him, knowing that the ownership will be high after he's coming off a four touchdown game and a 42 fantasy point performance. I, I, I think the reason that I will go back to him is just look at the last couple of games. There haven't, haven't been a lot of catches, but game script hasn't, hasn't counted for that. But you look at some of the other games before that Tampa, San Fran, where they were playing from behind, he was catching some balls. I mean, six grabs, six grabs, six had a game with nine targets, had a couple games with seven targets in week 10 and week 11. So I think you can go back there. Cause like, like I said, I think Seattle scores some points. I think they find a way to get to that team implied total and Arizona is probably going to have to play some catch up. I like this game a lot. And I know that I'm, the, I'm not breaking news here. I, I, I would imagine a lot of people are going to try to game stack. Here. So how would you approach it? What would you do? Would you get, would you go, Murray as the cheaper quarterback and then go like Lockett or Metcalf Carson, or would you go? You think there's, there's a couple ways I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to have Carson and then on the other side, go Murray and Kirk and maybe some Drake as like a catch up thing. And then the other side where maybe I'll just fade Carson altogether and I'll go Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett. Russell Wilson is averaging 27 fantasy points per game at home only 17 on the road he's been a much it's, it's almost Drew Brees like he's just been 
a much better quarterback at home. It's a great spot. Even for Carson, it's a great spot. But Arizona's allowed a league-high 290 passing yards per game and 24 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. It's number one. So as much as we like Carson and I'm pumping Carson, if you do decide to fade him in one spot, you want to spend down to some other running backs, get Barkley in there, go a different direction with Washington, whatever you want to do, Mixon. I think it's a, a decent strategy to go maybe Wilson Lockett or Wilson DK Metcalf or Hollister, like you said. Can't, can't well, I think you have Hollister regardless. Hollister's a yeah. great value. He's only like five-something over on FanDuel. He's just – there. there's no reason not to roster him. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll bring up the exact price right now for him, but that is – that's one of those things like as soon as I just look on the slate. And the, and the only time this year that I've looked at it and I couldn't do it was Vance McDonald. Because he was, didn't do, do anything all year. Yeah, and it was a good fit. DraftKings, Hollister, 4,200. FanDuel, 5,700. I mean – that's just free points. I mean, again, free free squares. Free squares for everybody. All right, this last one here, I know where Chris Meany's going to be at 4 o'clock. I know, 425. Yeah. Eagles at home. He might even be driving to Philadelphia. I, don't I was know. thinking he about going to the link, but it's bad weather, so. Can't yeah, well, you know. Well, if, if you do make it down here, you got a place you can always crash here. You know, I'm, I'm not expect. far from there. I'm only like an hour and change. So, you know, you want to go down to the link and you got somewhere to crash, you come over here. We got plenty of space. We'll get the big air mattress out for you. Don't get a million couches. Don't we'll hang out. It'll I be want fun. to so bad, dude. I'm I'm serious. You have to hang out with the kids. They'll probably make you play, uh, you know, board games or something with them. But I'm all uh, about that. All about that, dude. Dude, we're here. We're here, bro. Come, come, hang out. It'll be awesome. We'll do the shows live on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might. I might do it. Live star live. Uh, <laughs> but look, it's the Eagles and the Cowboys. This is big. This is big. Yeah. And and also we've got a bar downstairs. So if they lose, you're set. Oof. You're set. We're we're good. Uh, so, uh, Miles Sanders at 7,400, everybody's going to be on Greg Ward Jr. And I think that's, that's okay. Yeah. Like, can we, can we agree on that? Like Ward is a good play. Yeah. They, I think it's okay. Yeah. Just the price point. I mean, he had a team high seven catches last week. He's 4,200. Well, I keep looking at it. It's like, all right, he's 5,700 on FanDuel. Elver on DraftKings. He's just 42. Yeah. Once again, like if you want to, it's a pretty responsible 42, just right. because there's nobody else there. <laughs> like 18 just, targets in his last two games. Yeah. He's playing in the slot. So it's just more likely that he'll, you know, it's going to be harder Absolutely. to guard him. I I just, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like that, that's how you get Michael Thomas. It's kind of like Washington's how you get McCaffrey. Right. You know, you could yeah. do both of those guys and go up to McCaffrey or, um, or um, Thomas either, easily by doing that. Um, on the other side of this one, Certainly, from a price standpoint, it's hard not to imagine Dak Prescott having a good day against the Eagles. Agreed. You can imagine it's probably somewhere in that 19 range, somewhere in terms of points. Ezekiel Elliott coming off his best game of the season. Does that carry against this Philadelphia Eagles defense, Chris? Yeah, I think it does. You know, 24 carries, 28 opportunities, targets and carries last week was was the most he's had since week eight when he played against the Eagles. And that's where I thought, maybe we've had this conversation all year with Dallas. What's going on with Dallas? And think they need to lean on the run a little bit more. And they did that in that game against the Eagles and they got away from it. And then last week they ran a ton. And they just leaned on Zeke. Pollard had a couple runs as well. I like Dak. I think on, on, it pains me to say this. And if I did come, I would have to definitely check out the bar downstairs. So I think Dallas is going to, I think they're going to smoke Philly. I think they, I think they're the better team. I think they're more complete. They're healthier. And I think last week they figured it out. And the Eagles have just been scraping by against mediocre teams. They got blown up by Miami. They just found a way at the very end to beat the Giants. And they just found a way at the very end to beat Washington last week. So they're still without Lane Johnson. 
I think Miles Sanders is definitely in play. It was his coming out party last week, 19 carries, six grabs. This guy has definitely been involved through the air. He's averaging 19 touches over his last three games, got 18 catches in his last four. So he is certainly in play, but there's a lot of different ways that you can go. You can go Dak to Cooper. You can go Dak to Gallup. If you don't believe in Cooper, you can just go Zeke if you want to. Uh, but Amari Cooper, I don't know. How do you feel about Cooper? Are you worried that he's banged up? Because in three games against the Eagles – he has 21 catches, 398 yards, and three touchdowns. He has absolutely torched that secondary that is not good. Yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm in because of the price. 67. That's that's a good price. 77 over on FanDuel. I'm 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 in. And I think people uh, are scared. Because I think people been, are. He's been I mean, the foot the foot injury came up in preseason in training camp. So he yeah. has been healthy all year and he's still top ten among wide outs and yards. Yeah. And I also like one of the bad games he had was against Stefan Gilmore. I mean, it's right. not so much which was terrible weather. And, you know, there's a lot of things here. Last week was just Ezekiel Elliott, you know, Zeke fest. And that's all that was. So, I mean, there's not so much I want to go crazy with in terms of overreacting, but there, this is another guy you can add to that lineup, right? With, with Marlon Mack and Fournette and T.Y. Hilton. There's the all strange right there. Absolutely. Go get yourself some because it's going to work. So, uh, so that's the main slate here. And uh, that means it's time to go in somebody, some swag. So, we're going to fall in the end zone and see if Chris Meany and I can call some touchdowns. So, Chris Meany, let's start with the running back. Who's your running back to find the end zone this week in the NFL? I will go with Chris Carson. I'll go back to Chris Carson. I think he's a must-play. Yeah, Double-digit point favorites at home against Arizona. The matchup doesn't get any better than that. Chris Carson finds the end zone twice this week, Joe. Love it. Oh, give me Austin Eckler. He's grossly underpriced. Melvin Gordon's got the fumbles. Oh, no. And like you said, maybe it's time for for the Cardinals to hold out on Melvin Gordon. Hmm, maybe it is because Reverse Austin Eckler, I just love the price. I'm all in. Wide receiver, where are you going? Who's getting the touchdown for you this week? Yeah, I'll go back to Amari Cooper again. I, I just think it's a, it's a bad matchup for the Eagles, the secondary. Ronald Darby, not sure if he's even going to play, and does it even really matter? Like I said, three games against the Eagles as a member of the Dallas Cowboys, and he has 21 catches, three touchdowns, and 398 yards. Don't be afraid of Cooper's injury. He's going to be a big part of that offense this weekend. Yeah, Cooper's where I was going to go, too. So, you oh. know, when we both like something, you know it's good. Absolutely. That's how you know you want to do it. Um, I'm going to go with my boy DJ Moore because, you know what? People don't like him anymore. Oh, Will Greer's quarterback now. It's going to be terrible. Really? How Is bad it? could it be considering Kyle Allen was quarterback for the last 10 weeks? It's <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. Go put your DJ Moore back in your lineup. He's still one of the best values on the board. Go get it done. All right. So in the meantime, uh, you could follow us on the Twitter machine over at Chris Meany, at Joe Pizzopia 17, at Linestar App, and at Linestar DFS, Linestar NFL. So uh, that means that uh, we're almost done here. Can you believe it? We're almost, we've got one week left Jeez. of DFS, Chris Meany. It's crazy. Well, a, a regular season anyway. You know, get the wacky season, playoffs. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's good times. It's been a very good season. I feel like we're getting better as we go, too, which has started off pretty good. But this is a season, I'm telling you right now, this is that time of year where pay lines get bigger, totals get higher. So you got to pay attention. Be careful. Make sure you get yourself the right floor and get yourself some guys that can really put some points on the board because you're going to need them, baby. Defenses are going home. Nobody wants to get hit. It's cold outside, baby. <laughs> but it's hot in here. And that'll do it for us here in the pre-snap. It's time to break the huddle. There's nothing left for us to do now except set down. With- You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. 
hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Beanie.